Hello everyone and welcome to 1v1 with Boss Rush Games. I'm your host, Celeste Roberts. Today I have the pleasure of interviewing Shelby Marie, a talented cosplayer, model, and streamer. Did I leave anything out? I feel like you do so much. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Uh, I do a little bit of everything, you know. <laughs> oh gosh, I first saw your cosplays. That's how I found out about you and they are so good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I miss it. You know, it's different with, you know, COVID and everything, but it's still, you know, still has a big place in my heart. You know, I love it. I bet you can't wait to go back to the conventions. Yeah, no, that is like when it's safe, of course, but like I haven't seen some of my friends, like a lot of my friends, you know, I met through cosplay and I haven't seen like a bunch of them in like a year. It's crazy to think about it. It's been like a year since I've seen them. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's something really special about those convention friendships. For I sure. Think. It's like yeah. so easy because everyone has like a similar interest, you know, like, you know, you're not like a bunch of people are not going to know what you're talking about. You know, it's just very easy to just be like, oh, my God, I love your outfit. I love that video game or I love that comic book. You know, it's just so easy to make friendships. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure most people listening know what cosplay is, but would you like to share kind of the definition of it or I feel like explain what it is? Cosplay is a lot of different things now, um, but basically it's costumes and portraying a character. You can go to conventions and such or, you know, just do it on your own. Um, I started out just making costumes for Halloween and one of my friends invited me to a convention and I became obsessed. So, yeah, but um, and I think a lot of people think, oh, cosplay, you know you have to make your own costumes. No, like you can buy them, you can thrift them, you know, you can do whatever, you know, as long as you're happy and you're enjoying yourself, you know, that's what matters. Wow, so you make your own costumes. Yes, a majority of them. So I have some I've thrifted, like um, I have a Joker cosplay and let's see, that one I thrifted from Goodwill. But I actually got, like, a white shirt, and I dyed it orange. So, like, there's bits and pieces I'll add. And then my Ramona flowers I thrifted, but, like, I made the purse and, you know, her big prop. So, you know, you can make it your own. But a lot of my stuff I've, like, completely made. Wow. So do you yeah. sew? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Everything. A little bit of everything. I haven't gotten into, like, the foam, like, the armor work. I really want to. I think that'll be, like, my next step but as for now sewing and you know making props out of random things you know it's really fun I love I bet, it I bet you have to be really creative with some of the more unusual props and costumes yeah, yeah. um one of my like weirdest things is uh for my arcade misfortune I have a headset and um it's actually like you know like the press on lights yeah, yeah. It's actually just two of them right here. And I like, I have some stars on it and stuff. But yeah, it looks like a headset, but it's just, you know, some press on lights. That's really creative. Yeah. I, I love that. You gotta that. think outside the box, you know. Well, how long have you been sewing? Oh, geez. Um, a while now. So it's something that's like, been like passed down through my family, like my grandma. So like on my mom's clothes. And 
I went to sewing classes like at our local fabric place, probably mm-hmm. around like I'd say maybe the fourth grade. And the first wow. thing we did like pillowcases and then we did patterns with pajama pants and then it just kind of went on from there. That is incredible. I, I'm I'm so jealous of people who have the patience and talent to okay. sew. It's a lot. There's a lot of uh, blood, sweat, and tears for all of them, but I love it. So what are some of the cosplays you've done? Oh, so um, ooh, I'm kind of like all over the place with my cosplays. So um, Overwatch, like I love D.Va. I have a bunch of different D.Va cosplays. Um, Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy. Um, my personal favorite is Ari from League of Legends because of the tails, you know, it's just so fun. It's very, they weigh like 40 pounds. They're very heavy, but, um, I love it. That's my favorite. What would you say to someone who sees pictures of cosplays and is inspired to get started in it, but they're kind of intimidated because they see all of these great, talented people making these cosplays? Okay, so definitely no one starts off, like, you know, big and professional, you know, like, I think my first con, like, oh, you know, I just went, and, you know, it wasn't anything big and fancy, but definitely just, like, you can do anything, like, I feel like the cosplay community is, like, really welcoming, like, a lot of people, they'll just go, like, and, you know, like, their favorite, you know, anime t-shirt, and, you know, they'll, like, meet people and stuff like that, but you can definitely, like, thrift, or, you know, you don't have to make a big drastic thing you know you can start off small for sure yeah what what inspired you to start cosplaying okay so I've always been like really passionate about Halloween I mean who isn't who doesn't love Halloween that's like everybody's favorite holiday I feel like but I always love like dressing up like even as I got older like I would dress up still and hand out candy and I would dress up as characters and like once you know I was like Raven from Teen Titans and all the kids love that So I was already, like, dressing up as my favorite characters, and then I realized, like, this is a thing, and you can do it, Mm -hmm. like, at a convention with a ton of other people. Like, that's just a great idea. Who doesn't want to do that, you know? And is there anywhere else outside of conventions where people cosplay, or are you cosplay? Um, so I've cosplayed at some gaming events before, like League of Legends esports events, that's really fun. Not as many people cosplay, but, you know, a couple people do, and it's just really cool. And especially, like, if it's, you know, obviously it's, like, strictly League of Legends, so, like, everybody is, like, really thrilled and appreciates it, and, you know, it's, it's a fun time. I don't know. I love stuff like that. So it must be so rewarding whenever people recognize you and get so excited. Oh, Like, yes. your character, I, I should say. Yeah, no, it, it makes my day. I think, like, probably, like... I don't know. I love, like, Harley Quinn and Raven because the kids, like, the kids, like, I don't know. I feel like a Disney princess, you know? And uh, I love, like, letting them, like, hold my hammers and my mallets for Harley Quinn. And they just hold them. And they're so excited. And they get oh. to take their picture. And, yeah, it definitely makes it all worth it. It's, it's, like, one of the best feelings. Like, one of the most rewarding things about cosplaying, for sure. Oh. Now, I don't know if this is something you've done before. Uh, obviously, right now, people can't do much of anything with COVID. But I know that some people dress as characters and go to children's hospitals. Is that something you've done before? or That's might- something I've always wanted to do. But I just, I've never, like, I know they're, like, pretty strict. Like, you have to, like, get, like, 
they have to check your background and everything mm-hmm. and like you know make sure but i've never had the connections to do that but i would love to do that like that would be like right up my alley i wonder if you just have to contact a hospital i'm not really sure I, i'm not either um i know some people who've done it before and i don't know but yeah that's something i would love to do yeah I, i've seen some people who dress as ghostbusters go to different events for for sick children and the hospitals so i imagine that would really brighten their day to see yeah. their characters i actually did like it wasn't at a hospital but it was like a run for a children's cause and um they had a bunch of cosplayers go and went for that and like the kids like and the families were all running you know it was just like a little race for the families and that was really cool just that and that wasn't even like in a hospital setting but that was like really awesome oh my gosh that warms my heart yeah <laughs> so what are some of your favorite memories from conventions i mean i know you've probably been to a ton and they they're probably all special in their own way um well, okay. I don't know. I have like different, I guess, categories. Um, so when I guest at conventions, like some of the coolest things are like being in the green room where like all the voice actors go and like we get to eat with them because, you know, we're cosplay guests. And it's just cool because we're all like normal people, you know, just pigging out, eating snacks, drinking, you know, Red Bulls. And it's just really cool because like, I don't know, you know, it's just they're regular people just like me and you, you know, and it's really cool to witness that. And then at a one convention I guessed it at, we were doing the cosplay contest. So, you know, we were watching everybody walk by and judging and um, someone actually proposed to their girlfriend on stage. So that was really cool. Like I was, I was crying. I'm like very emotional, but I was like, oh my God, you know, like right in front of me. So that was like a really awesome experience. And then probably um, my Arcade Ari. That's like one of my biggest builds. I put so much time into it. Um, it has nine tails and they have LED LEDs in them. So they change colors and everything. And I made the outfit as well. And uh, I won Best Hero at Wizard World with that. And that was like, I don't know. I just put so much hard work into it and... It, it that was like really great memory and like all my friends were in the crowd screaming for me and it was it was a great feeling well, congratulations i know you had to put a lot of time and effort yeah i don't even know how many hours i put into it especially the tails like it was like i'm not good with like electricity scares me you know and i had to like rig all the leds and like just figure out like i basically had to like google and research everything and make sure i was doing it in a safe way because you know i definitely like did not want to like start a fire or anything (laughs) so it was like a lot of research as well but definitely out of my comfort zone and i'm so glad i did it uh still my favorite to this day that's so cool so what? Do you, so when conventions are safe to go to again, do you have a plan for a certain cosplay, or, or do you do multiple cosplays if you go for more than one day? Yeah. So I usually do a different cosplay each day. Some people I know will like rotate, like they'll do different cosplays in one day. I, yeah. however, cannot. Much respect to them. It's just that's a lot. But um, so I usually do one a day, and usually like Sundays I'll have more of like you know, a thrifting cosplay or something not as extravagant, you know, because everyone just kind of, you know, 
chills out and you know everyone's looking at the artwork and the vendors and shopping and you know it's nice to not be like have huge nine tails walking everywhere on Sundays but um yeah so I usually do a different one each day and I have a couple planned right now um which I'm excited for I need to start them but I don't know it's just it's hard to like start something when you don't know like yeah. when it's gonna happen you know so do you have to be mindful of the weather for your cosplays? So usually worst case scenario, I can have like, I always go with somebody. So mm -hmm. I can get like dropped off at the door or something. But like I have had like, it was Wizard World one year and it was freezing. Like it was like, it was like below 34 degrees. And oh uh so I had somebody drop me off in the front and I'm in my heels just, you know, toting to the convention center. But I haven't had any with rain, thankfully, because like, especially if you're wearing body paint, like rain will just remove that. So easy. But thankfully, knock on wood, you know, haven't had any issues yet. Because I was, yeah, I was thinking about the body paint aspect. Yeah. If it's, oh, yeah. if it's really hot somewhere, like, I don't know if, I mean, usually conventions are inside, so that's the air. Everything's air conditioned, but I just, I know it can get hot in the summer in most places, and oh, yeah, <laughs> but no, especially mess. with the body paint. Like, I have to carry a straw with me, so if I drink something, it has to be through a straw because, like, I don't want any water <gasps> to get anywhere. Oh yeah, I have to really be careful with the body paint. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. so uh, that must be so nice at the end of the day. Oh my gosh, I can just be myself again <laughs> I yeah. can get comfortable so funny story it was of course one day I actually had body paint on I was headed home from a convention that was like two hours away and so I just pulled off my wig you know and I, I was raven so I have this gray face paint and it's the one time I actually got pulled over by a cop <laughs> <laughs> of course and, yeah <laughs> One of my headlights was out, and of course, you know, I was what like, did, "What did I was the like, cop do?" <laughs> he gave me a ticket. He didn't even mention anything. Oh, I, like, I was like, "No, not even like worth explaining." You know, like I'm sure he's seen crazier, but I'm sure he's also never just seen like a gray person. You know. <laughs> oh, okay. That's. I'm sure in the moment you were mortified, but now oh, you can probably I was, laugh at. I was like. <laughs> I already have like bad anxiety as it is and like with a cop pulling me over I was like oh god but yeah no thankfully said oh. and done with everything's okay but I'm sure he'll always remember that you know oh my gosh it's kind of like he probably got into his car and was like wait a minute <laughs> is she okay <laughs> no no well that you bring up an, a good point Shelby do you find that cosplay has helped with your anxiety and any kind of confidence hesitations you have? For sure. Um, I've always been kind of like a lone wolf. Like growing up, like I was always the odd one out. I was like heavily bullied. And then I eventually wound up being homeschooled. So like even as a teenager, like my only friends were like honestly gaming friends, like my Xbox friends, you know. So going to conventions, I have so many friends now. Because, you know, we all have a common interest. You know, like I said, it's just so easy to be yourself somewhere where, you know, everybody's going to love anime or comic books or something of that sort. You know you're going to have a common ground. So, yeah, I have, it's really helped my anxiety, you know. 
like I don't know my parents even went to one of my panels and they just couldn't believe it they're like oh my god like you you spoke so well Shelby who are you you know but yeah so it's really helped and I have like so many friends now and I love it Oh, I hope, I hope anyone listening, I hope you realize that you should just put yourself out there. Yeah. And it was, it was definitely scary at first too. You know, like I did not know a single soul besides my friend I went with. And now like every time I go to a convention, I constantly see people I know. Cause you know, you go to so many, you see the same, same faces. So yeah, definitely. Like if you want to go push yourself, you won't regret it. Like it's a great time. So what are some panels that you've hosted? So I've hosted a lot of social media panels just about like engagement and branding. And then I have a wig panel as well. And then I have like, I think I have like an, it's been so long. I have an intro to cosplay. It's where like, you know, like where you can buy cosplays or thrifting or, you know, how to start making a cosplay. So I have that one as well. So I have a little handful, a couple. Oh, I bet people love those. Oh, yeah. No, and it's really cool because, like, people will sit there and they'll ask questions and people are, like, genuinely interested, you know? And it'll be people who've never cosplayed before and they'll just walk in the panels just so they can, you know, learn something or have some new insight about things. Are wigs difficult to take care of? Um, Yes and no. It depends how crazy your wig is. You know, if you just have it, (laughs) if you just have, like like this you know something simple you can easily just store it in a bag but like if you have one I have my Annie wig and like she's specifically styled with like a bunch of hairspray to like flip out Uh and it's like I don't know like it can get squished and messed up so she's like in a shoebox so and she just stays in a shoebox because she can't just slide into a bag but yeah it depends like how crazy the wig is but I have like a whole little kind of like cabinet system to where I just have wigs everywhere I have so many by now that is that is awesome and so do you have a room dedicated to all of your cosplays and where you sew and everything or is it just wherever you can find space it's kind of like in different spots so like my sewing place is like kind of like in our living room and then I have all of like my cosplays in the guest closet so I have like, you know, a dedicated closet for all of it, which is a lot. You don't think it is, but over time I'm just like I have a lot. <laughs> you cosplay is so much fun. I've only done it a few times, but I, I but it's like you say whenever people recognize you, you feel a little bit like a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. It's so much fun. And I I just thought about this with the body paint. What is the longest time you've spent applying that? Oh, it's very stressful, um, especially when you're new to it. Um, thankfully, I wasn't guesting at this convention, so I did not have to be there exactly when it opened. But I think I started getting ready at like 7 a.m. And I wound up going to the convention at um, like noon because I had to paint my arms. Oh, my gosh. And like here up and... uh. Like, definitely practice with a body paint a little bit before you just waltz right into it. Because still to this day, people are like, oh, Shelby, it looks so great. You know, how do you do it? And I'm like, I try different things. Like, I don't know. It just, 
it's its own thing. Sometimes it wants to work, sometimes it doesn't. And you have to have like the right amount of water and it's very stressful. So, but I love it. I don't do it often because it just, it does take a lot of time. And like I said, it's so easy to remove, you know, like you have to be super careful, but it is beautiful. Like people who do that all the time, like much respect because it's a lot of work. Yeah. Can you imagine being in a movie like a superhero movie and them and having to have that applied who knows how many times a day and then like touched up and yeah no i can't imagine but i'm sure they have like a whole team you know and not just one person doing <laughs> all themselves that would be helpful i imagine yeah <laughs> i'm sure it saves a little bit of time but i'm sure they just i'm sure it's so quick too you know i would love to see that just you know watch you know be amazed is that something you would like to do professionally yeah <sighs> Okay, so I love makeup. I don't know. Like, there's just so many things I would love to do. Like, I would love to help, like, design costumes. Like, but I would also love to, like, special effects makeup and stuff like that. Or just, like, normal makeup. Like, there's just so much I love to do. But, yeah, that would be, like, that would definitely be interesting. I I would not say no. Do you watch any people on YouTube or read any blogs that help you with your techniques? Yeah, so usually I will, like, before I try something, especially with body paint, I'll, like, just a YouTube video. No one in specific, like, I try to find someone using the same exact product I'm using because I do feel like even different colors of the same exact brand, they will apply differently. It's crazy. So, like, I always try to Google someone, you know, who's using the same exact color just to see, you know, how they do it. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But at least you have a little bit of feedback, you know, something to work with. Mm-hmm. I, I follow, or I, it's been a while since I watched her. I don't know if you've ever heard of Made You Look. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I've watched her stuff a long time ago. I know she has like really cool um, Harley Quinn body paint. I've definitely watched that one before. And I think she even did like the accent and stuff, which I'm not good at that. People would be like, oh, you know, do so-and-so's voice, do so-and-so's voice. And I'm just like, oh, I'm so on the spot. Like, I'm like, oh, I'll try. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's a, that's another good point. Do, I was going to ask, do you get into character that much? Or are you kind of just like, oh, I'm, I'm me. I'm just dressed like so-and-so. Yeah, I'll try to like, um, portray the personality but as far as um voices go I try to keep my own I don't know I just I don't feel like I'm talented at it as some people are just so spot on you know yeah that's I I imagine that's exhausting yeah I'm sure it is yeah I bet and you, you also mentioned that you, you model. So would you like to talk about that venture? Is it related to cosplay or is it completely separate? So I started modeling, geez, I don't even know how old I was. Probably when I was 16, it just started off with some friends taking pictures of me. And then I wound up working with like local photographers and then cosplay kind of just evolved with that. I started cosplaying and then it just kind of all came into one. So now usually when I do model, it is like my cosplay. But recently I did a photo shoot and it was just me. It was like a year ago. And I was like, it it was kind of weird, you know, because I'm so used to taking pictures and cosplay. I was like, 
am I cosplaying myself? Like, I don't know. It was just, <laughs> I'm not used to just taking pictures of just me as myself anymore. But it was nice. It was really nice. Oh, so is it, I'm, I'm sure there are different types of modeling. Is it for like certain products or just uh, clothing? Um, so most of it, like they'll try to get like printed into magazines and stuff okay. like that. Just to like get their work more known. Mm -hmm. But yeah, and as far as cosplay, it's like mostly um, to be featured in magazines or to post on your Instagram or their Instagram or yeah. Okay, that that's really cool. Mm -hmm. It is it ever nerve wracking or you're kind of used to it now? Uh, I still uh, everything I do, I still get nervous to this day. I feel like I'll <laughs> always be nervous, but I'm still, but. I don't know. It's like, it's always the same. I start off nervous and then it just takes a couple minutes for me to warm up. And then, you know, it goes away and everything's fine. And like, I'll even still work. I usually work with, especially for cosplay, the same photographers. And like, I know who they are. I love them, but I still get a little bit nervous at first. Yeah. I, I imagine it's kind of an adrenaline rush too. And you're always curious. Mm -hmm. What's the final product going to be? Yeah. Like? And then especially if, like, people are walking around, you know, like, they're kind of just looking at you and you're kind of just like, <laughs> hi, doing my thing. <laughs> yeah. One shoot we did was at um, Dave and Buster's because it was right next door to the convention center. Mm -hmm. And so many people were just, like, looking at me because, you know, like, they weren't at the convention. They weren't expecting to see a costume like that. But it was kind of cool. It was, it was awesome. It was fun. Yeah, I, I love it. I love the stories of cosplay conventions happening at the same time of something completely unrelated to cosplay. Oh, I love it. That's like one of the best things ever. I know those people probably came in, I don't know, maybe it was something religious or business. Yeah, it's usually, I feel like it's usually business and you just really throw them for a surprise. Well, maybe, maybe they maybe they went to both. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, or maybe they'll get introduced to cosplay. You know. Yeah, warriors like to have fun too, <laughs> right? Entrepreneurs, all of that. I'm sure. And, and do you do anything? Um, speaking of entrepreneurship, do you do anything business wise with your cosplay? Do you sell any kind of products? Do you make costumes for people? So I used to guest at conventions and when I would do that, I would, you know, I would sell prints and mm -hmm. uh, sign them and stuff like that. Um, but as far as making costumes for other people, no, I just I don't have the time. I feel like now I don't even have the time to make cosplays for myself as much because with uh, streaming, it mm -hmm. takes a little bit more time off my hands. But yeah, no, I have had people uh contact me to even buy like cosplays I have that are my size but I don't know I hold on to them like they're my babies I'm like no I'm sorry I'm not selling it oh that oh yeah that would be difficult if you made it for yourself yeah but I have had people ask me for sure I imagine making costumes for people would be difficult especially if they're not around you and you have mm -hmm. to they have to give you their measurements, measurements. yeah Ooh. Do you have to use a mannequin whenever you sew or? No. So I, tip, I typically use patterns. And if I, oh, okay. I usually go a little bit larger. That way, if I need to take it in, I can just easily take it in a little bit on myself, and, you know, pin it on myself and go from there. I would love one, though. 
Because I'm sure that helps for people who don't have patterns and are kind of just, I don't know how people don't use patterns. Um, it just seems crazy how they make their own. That's always one thing I wanted to do. And maybe one day I will, but like I've even gone as far as um, printing patterns offline. Whoa. Which is crazy because it's a lot of different papers and then you have to tape them together, like all the squares, little rectangles of paper and then cut the pattern um that's a lot of time but if like if it's a pattern that's hard to find because that's an I feel like a lot of people are making their own patterns and selling them on Etsy now because I mean costumes you know you're not gonna have a pattern for everything so it is a lot of time and a lot of paper and a lot of ink a lot of paper like I think it was like something outrageous like 70 pieces of paper what yeah yeah Oh, gosh. I, it was fun, though. It was different, but I don't think I'll I'll try to not do that again. Do you make your own clothes, too? No. No, I mostly just stick to, uh, I have before, like, I've made, like, pajama pants and, like, little, you know, casual dresses, but it's just, it takes a lot of time, and fabric isn't the cheapest either. Uh, mm. So sometimes it's just more cost-efficient and time-efficient to just buy your own clothes. Yeah, I, I I guess that's why it was a full time job decades ago. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't. That's no. not me. But you did mention streaming, and is that something new for you, or have you been doing it for a while? So I started streaming in mid November of 2020. It's something I've been wanting to do for a while. I just never, I never had like a nice PC. You know, I always had gaming laptops and stuff like that. So I really had to save my money and build my PC, which was awesome. I love it. You know, I don't know, like building your PC is really cool because you get to pick everything and I have all these cool like colors and RGB and I don't know. It's just like my happy place. I'm looking at it right now and it's just so pretty. But um, there's so much that goes into building a PC and uh, it, it's not the cheapest. So yeah, I saved my money for that. And I just slowly started buying things like one piece at a time, you know, that way, you know, just slowly. So that took about a year. And um, in November is when I started. So. Wow. Did you have anyone help you with the PC or you're just very tech savvy? Um, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm not tech savvy. I am tech savvy. There was a lot to learn though, but I definitely had help, especially building it because I was so scared I was going to break something because like, I don't know. It's just so much money and it's so, I don't know. So fragile. Yeah, so fragile and I don't want to break it. So I definitely had someone help me with all of that. Because I've never built a PC before. Oh, it's really interesting to watch. Like, it is crazy. Do you find YouTube videos help with that? Or you have like a manual that you were following? Oh, I had someone like, I watched someone build it for mm -hmm. me. But um, there are, I did watch, because I was kind of got interested in it as well. Because, you know, I don't know, something new to learn. But they do have like tons of YouTube videos on it. Oh, I've, I've seen some people building their PCs and they have these beautiful colors. Yes, that's exactly tower. what I have. And it's like mesmerizing. I love oh. it. What are your favorite colors? Oh, um, I love 
someone literally asked me that the other day and it's very <laughs> hard for me to pick because I just I love colors I'd probably say like yellow is my least favorite color but other than that I, I love colors oh but, but you have to with yeah. cosplay and and makeup and having fun with those kinds yes, of things. Yes, I love vibrant colors too. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love this time of year in the spring because I love the pastels and oh, it just makes me so happy. And speaking of like pastels, it is insane how much pink gaming equipment there is. Like I have like a pink mouse. I have a pink mic. I have a pink headset, a pink keyboard, a pink desk. So, like, it's really cool how, I don't know, it's not just standard, everything's black. Like, it's crazy how far, I don't know, things have come to now we have we can add color to our gaming setups. I don't know. It makes me happy. I just, I love the variety. Yeah, I love it, too. I, I remember, I never had one of these, but do you remember in the, I guess, like, early to mid-2000s, those um, desktops with the translucent backs like orange pink green blue I don't know it was like the back of them yeah they would be white in the front or, or gray and then the, the back and maybe the tower would be colorful okay it was a trend it was but it's becoming I think that was the first taste we all got of it and now like you were saying the accessories are different colors you don't have to settle for straight up business black or right or navy. i know it's so no i haven't seen that but i'm sure it was a thing but like even like on a uh, youtube like they'll have people and they'll be like here's how i spray painted my gaming monitor pink and like so like even if you know they don't have it in pink you can make it pink now and like i've seen people take apart uh blue yeti mics so they can spray paint them and like customize them like specifically for them and it's just crazy like i don't know i love i love expressing when people express themselves especially like throughout the stuff they have and it's not just plain so i love watching that and seeing that and yeah yeah life's too short to not enjoy your items your merchandise yeah i know people might think i'm crazy they're like oh you're in you're in your mid-20s and everything's pink and i'm like i don't care i love it it makes me happy you can say it looks like pepto-bismol i love it <laughs> have you oh please tell show them that picture of that lady who's i don't know how old she is but she has that entire pink house oh and then like i think she just wears pink clothes and like pink lipstick like i love that I love that so much. I don't know. Things like that just make me happy. Yeah, I mean, life is so colorful, and there's so many beautiful colors. I I think it is important that we express ourselves, and uh, sometimes I, I like to have fun with my makeup. I like to have some days where I wear really colorful eyeshadow because it it's something different, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I feel like growing up, like, I was always one of the boys. Like, I never really got along with girls growing up. I was bullied a lot. So, like, I hated pink. I was like, oh, pink, you know, that's a girl color. And now I'm like, pink, I love pink, <laughs> you know? I, I just, yeah. Isn't it funny? Because I think, I think a lot of us ladies go through that growing up, especially if we're more into games and quote-unquote traditionally boy toys now I mean it's different now now games are for everybody Everyone, and they've yeah. always been for everybody they were just marketed differently decades ago but I think 
they don't it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive you can enjoy video games you can enjoy sports and still have the softer side you can still like pink right things exactly it's definitely more common these days yeah and i think that's also just part of growing up because when we're younger we're so self-conscious worried about yes thanks yes exactly and now i just i don't care anymore you know if it makes me happy it makes me happy it's not hurting anybody i know i hope i hope as girls especially i just want to go back to my past self and say don't listen to the mean people (laughs) i know i know like little kid me would be astonished to know what i'm doing or who i am today that's what i like to think about like i'd be like whoa I'm so cool, you know, as a kid, you know, I was like, I don't know. Remember when you're young and just looked at people and you're like, oh my God, they're so cool. Like, I want to be like that one Mm -hmm. day. And it's like, I am like that, like, you know, happy ending. Yeah. And I think it's, I don't think people realize how much kids pay attention to everything. Oh, yes, especially. Um, I'm glad, I don't know, like I still grew up a little bit with social media, but I'm very glad, like. I wasn't born today because I feel like social media is just so much. And I feel like that's even much harder on kids and especially girls, you know, just all of the media and this is how you're supposed to look and this is how you're supposed to act and all of that. I don't I don't think it's good at all. And there are so many apps where you can change your face, I think. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Technology's crazy. It is insane. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, social social media can be good because you can share stuff about your streaming and your and your modeling and your cosplay and you can make friends that Ex- way. Yes. Do you find that you have to take a step back from social media every so often? Oh, for sure. For sure. Even even sometimes like a little bit from streaming, you know, just take a step back, you know, and just game with my friends or, you know, have a weekend with family or, yeah, I try not to, I feel like I used to be way more involved, especially on Facebook, and I would comment on everything and I would have an opinion for everything and it would Mm -hmm. just, I don't know, and I just stopped, I took a step back, you know, I just look at Facebook now, you know, not involve myself as much. I'm really proud of you because I've been through that phase too. Yeah. (laughs) And it's hard. Sometimes you feel like you have to defend a certain viewpoint or it's exhausting. It is. It is. Social media is exhausting. (laughs) And it's not something I can just completely quit because, you know, I have to promote my cosplay, Mm -hmm. my streaming. So I can't just like, you know, go away with the internet and delete all my social media. It's just impossible. It is. And it's how I communicate with people. I know I told you, like, oh, I got rid of my Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do what you have to do. It was just so much. And sometimes I worry about privacy. I mean, when I think about those silly quizzes I used to take when I was a teenager, like, oh, Who's using this to be used against me? <laughs> yeah. Monday. The ones that are like, add the street you grew up on, plus your favorite <laughs> color. <laughs> oh, what's your social security number, by the way? <laughs> Divided by four. <laughs> That's your new uh, nickname. <laughs> I know. And it's, or, or people, I don't like to put if I'm going on vacation. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
or anything. Oh, I've but... seen bad stories. Yeah. Oh, like people breaking into people's houses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -mm. No, thank you. Oh, but what what are some things that you stream? I've caught a few of your streams. It looks like you have a variety. I do a little bit of everything. Um, my favorite my favorite game is definitely to stream and in general is Halo Three. Um, it's just very nostalgic for me, and I don't know. I've played it for so long now. I'm, I'm decent at it, so I mostly uh, stream Halo Three. But sometimes, you know, if my friends they'll want to play Overwatch, we'll play Overwatch, or you know, Left for Dead, we'll play Left for Dead. Or it's kind of like I never have like a set schedule. Like it's never on this day I stream this, on this day I stream that. I kind of just go with the flow, and I think a lot of people like that because then that way they be like, hey, you know. Let's play this today. And I'll be like, yeah, sure. Why not? Because um, I feel like uh, I built a good community around it now. So, you know, I just basically hang out with them. You know, we all hang out. We all talk. We all have a really great time. And uh, it's awesome. It's fun. We laugh. Like, I feel like a majority of the time, especially if I'm, like, gaming with my friends, like, they're just hilarious. Like, we're always laughing. We're always having a good time. It just helps you get your mind off of, I guess, like, day-to-day -day life. You need that release because, yeah. oh, everybody works, everybody has stress of some kind. And if you don't have an outlet, some kind of hobby, it's not, it's not going to be good. <laughs> I know. And especially like now, like, you know, pre-COVID, you know, like I go out to the bars once in a while and, you know, hang out with friends or, you know, conventions. But I mean, you can't do that really now. So it's really nice to talk to people and game with people and just, you know, if someone's having a bad day, they can join our chat and just talk to us, get their mind off things. But um, I feel like it's really helped with uh, just social, my social needs in general, you know, because it's, like I said, it's just with COVID, you know, you don't get to see people as much as you used to, you know? So what was it like when you first started streaming in November 2020? What were you nervous? What what was like the first game you streamed? Did you tell people that you were going to be streaming? How did you? How did okay. You know? So like I said, I planned it for a really long time, like a year, slowly building things. Um, a couple of my friends streamed. So I told them like, hey, you know, I'm going to start streaming soon. If you have any tips, this, you know, yada, yada, yada. So I'd start watching them and stuff. Um, I didn't tell like anybody though just like a few handful people so people were really shocked when I posted it because you know no one really knew and um I was I was I was really nervous because it's live you know when it's live I mean anything could happen anything could mm -hmm. go wrong like you just don't know your internet could go out your electricity could go out you know something could fall I mean you just don't know I've had this like my backdrop like my flowers I've had that fall before but that's nothing big I just laugh it off and I keep playing <laughs> But, um, so my first game was Halo. I think my first game I played was Halo 3. Yeah, it's just, like, my comfort game, you know? I just, I love it. And, yeah, so I announced it on my social media, and, uh, my first stream was a really big hit. I did not expect it to go that well, so it was kind of even more, like, anxiety-filled knowing I had all these people watching me. But it was fun, and, uh, it was really great. I could have, I could not have asked for like a better first stream. That is awesome. So the, the bug bit you after that, yes. <laughs> the streaming bug. <laughs> yes. 
So what, what are some of your earliest memories of video games? How did you even get into video games? Okay, so that's a good question. So um, I have one older sister. We're completely opposites. Um, we get along, though. I love her to death, but we're just different. So, like, she does not game at all. I honestly don't know how I got into video games. I feel like that's just always been just, like, a me thing. Um, I definitely had, like, a Game Boy Advance. And then probably when I was, like, in the first grade, my parents got me a GameCube. And they got me Smash Bros. Melee and Animal Crossing. And I didn't even ask for Animal Crossing. And now that's, like, my favorite game in the world. Like, thank God they got me Animal <laughs> Crossing. You know, it's such a big part of my life now. And um, my dad, he would always watch me play Animal Crossing. He'd watch me fish. You know, like, he'd be so excited when I would catch, like, a sea bass. And I'm like, it's just a sea bass. But, you know, it's a big <laughs> fish. So he was, like, always so excited. And that's just, like, some of my, like, really, like, fond memories of gaming. And then, so my sister's older when she would have friends over, the guys, they would come play Melee with me. So I'd just, like, basically steal her friends on accident. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's how it started. And I've been gaming since. Yeah, you have a wide variety of tastes with video games, which is really good because you can yes. experience so many things. Yes. And then I got into Halo because my neighbors across the street, they had Halo. Like, I've never played an online game before, and it was Halo 3. And they're, like, talking to these people, and they were so cool. And I was like, I came home, and I was like, I, I want an Xbox 360. I want Halo 3. And uh, so, yeah, then I became with my addiction of Halo 3, my favorite game in the entire world. So what is it about Halo that you that you love? What Tell us all about it. <laughs> So I think it's mostly because um, the nostalgia. So I would play that game constantly with my friends. I made so many internet friends and online friends. And like, you know, we were all probably 13, 14 at the time, like very young. And like every day they would get home from school and they would play Halo with me. And it's just something we did like, for years, like, I genuinely play Halo 3 with, like, the same people, and I'd meet new people, and I don't know, I guess it's just more of, like, um, a nostalgia thing. The friendships, the good times, you know, the laughs, the late nights, we'd stay up until, like, 4 a.m., you know, and it would seem like we were only on there for, like, a couple hours, just, like, time flew by, and I don't know, Halo was just that game that really impacted my life, I'd say. That makes me so happy to hear. Yeah, especially since I was, like, homeschooled, you know? Like, I really didn't have that social outlet. And that's what, basically, Xbox Live was to me. It was, like, my social outlet. That's awesome. The music in Halo is gorgeous. Oh, absolutely beautiful. And I think Master Chief is your favorite video game character of all time, right? Oh, yes. I love Master Chief. Um <laughs> You know, how can you not like him? You know, he's he's tall, he's mysterious, we don't know what he looks like, you know, we love his voice, well, I love his voice, but yeah, yeah, I, he's like, I'm looking at him right now, he's like my background for my monitor, I literally have a huge Master Chief statue right next to me, uh, I just, yeah. I love him. Yeah, I could show him, do you want me to show sure. him? Sure, yeah. He Let's has see. a party hat on and some Mardi Gras beads, because you know... I like to make him festive. He's big. That is a huge... <laughs> oh, he looks 
I want to party with Master Chief now. That is so exactly. cute. <laughs> yeah, so this is from my birthday stream, and I just left it on. And this is from Mardi Gras, you know. We couldn't celebrate Mardi Gras, so we celebrated it through stream. Oh. So, yeah. And he just sits on my desk, and he watches me play Halo. That's awesome. Okay, now have you cosplayed as a Master Chief yet? No, no. A lot of my friends have Spartan armor. And like I said, I haven't gotten into armor yet or foam. And uh -huh. um, they look amazing. And maybe one day. I know, like, I definitely would want to do Cortana. I feel like... But then again, that's more face paint and body paint. But um, I would love to. One day. Yeah, for sure. Do you have time to play games as much as you used to when you were younger? Definitely not. Um, cause I was homeschooled then. So, you know, I just, you know, finished my work real quick on the computer. Cause it's not like, you know, when you're in like a public school or private school, you have to sit through class a certain amount of time. So I uh -huh. just finish all my work and game. And now that I'm an adult, I have a job and I feel like most of the time when I'm gaming, it's cause I'm streaming. So I feel like most of my gaming time is when I'm, I'm streaming. So what I've seen some people on Twitter talk about this, something really interesting. And I would love to know your feedback and if you've experienced this. They've said whenever they're streaming a game, if they, when they're done with the stream, they might not even be able to recall the gameplay as opposed to if you're focusing on a game without streaming. Do you experience that? I can see how that can happen. Like, I remember, like, if I think looking back at a stream, I definitely remember, like, really good gameplays, or this was a really good game, but kind of like the in-betweens, I don't. It was really interesting, um, especially for me playing Halo, I play SWAT, and it's very fast-paced, like, you're playing against other people, and, you know, basically you're you're killing people or you're dying, that's pretty much how it is. So it was really interesting for me to read chat and communicate with people while playing and now it's just so natural to me people will come in and they'll be like how are you doing this like you just had a running riot and you're laughing and talking about like youtube videos and i'm like in the inside i was freaking out but you know i just i keep it composed you know oh that's, that's so cool yeah what would your advice be for people who are considering streaming, but they might be nervous? They don't know what it's like being on camera or interacting with people. So you definitely don't have to be like me. Um, I kind of, I kind of started off big, especially with like my setup and everything. Like you can start off piece by piece. I know people who will stream off of their Xbox ones. So you can definitely start off small. Like, and if, especially if you don't want to be on camera, you do not have to be on camera. I mean, now they even have like, um, the VR models and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I mean, it's crazy what technology can do these days, but, um, yeah, you can start off small. My advice is definitely start watching people you know, making friends, because I feel like, honestly, Twitch is just, like, a community of friends. Like, it's so easy to just jump in someone's stream and talk to them and, like, become their friend. Like, it's very, very easy, and I made so many friends from streaming just because they're like, hey, you came in on my recommended channels, you know, just checking you out, and now, you know, I talk to them regularly, you know? Wow. But just to watch people and, you know, see how they do things or get advice from them or see what you like or don't like about a certain person's stream and add that to
to what you would want to do. Is there anything that you've started doing in the beginning that you've changed that you're like, eh, I don't know if I like how this is going. Um, like a trial and error kind of thing. Like, Oh, well, I don't, I don't know if I <laughs> like doing things this way or. It was more of, um, I guess like technical difficulties, like my mic audio, you know, trying to make that sound better. Or like I added, lighting and you know I just slowly started making things a little bit more improvements but um there wasn't anything I really tried that I I haven't liked so far everything's kind of been smooth I do get technical difficulties um still to this day like I you can think you have the best internet everything's gonna work out and I promise you things will still happen like there's been times like my mic just didn't want to work for no reason or uh, my internet, you know, I, I have really good internet and one day it just didn't want to work. And I mean, things do happen. Like you have to prepare for things not to run perfectly. And I'm such a perfectionist. And I think that's one thing streaming has taught me is to just roll with it. Like, it's okay. Like if you have to, you know, pause the stream and start it back up to fix things, it's okay. It happens. Life happens everything's not perfect but it's definitely uh taught me to roll with the punches yeah that's a great lesson for everything in life because that's uh <laughs> I think like one of the funniest things is how we sometimes think we're in control of everything and then something like that happens that humbles us yeah no bit. it's really taught me to just it's whatever like I'll have people be like Shelby your stream's frozen and I'm like it's whatever I'm gonna fix it after this game it'll be okay it's not the end of the world yeah. And now you've also um, streamed some different indie games, I've noticed. I love indie games. Um, even like in my free time, because I don't know, I feel like indie games, you can just get into them so easily. I feel like it doesn't take much time to like completely finish a huge like storyline or something. I don't know. I just love the fun, simple ones like Calico. Calico is so fun. I just started playing a game called, um, I think it's Donut county but it's so simple it's like you know how like beautiful katamari you're rolling a ball and you make it bigger this one mm -hmm. it's like a hole in the world and the more stuff like you collect in the hole the hole gets bigger and you eventually like suck up everything but it's just i don't know you don't have to think too much and you can just play and it's relaxing but i love indie games i, I really do i have a i have a big spot in my heart for them i i I was playing a little bit of Calico today. Actually. Oh, it's so cute. Are you playing it on PC or the Switch or? A Switch. A Switch. Yeah. Did you play it on PC? Yes. Yes. I wonder what that experience is like compared to the Switch. I know, of course, with any game. I know Um, I felt like there are more bugs on the Switch at first. And, um, but they, of course, that's all fixed by now. But uh, I used to actually use my Xbox controller whenever I play Calico on my PC as well. Like, I don't do keyboard and mouse, which I think is really cool. I don't know. I I love. I really like how relaxing Calico is. And I like how I can devote maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Okay, that's all I have time for today. I don't have to devote hours or, like, there's this big battle that's going to happen. Right. But I do, I do wish that the map were labeled because... 
I got lost. <laughs> oh gosh, that was me like the first time on stream. Like I kept on having to open the map. I'm like, guys, I'm sorry. I'm so confused. I don't know where I'm at. But I also, I love the music too. Like everybody was like, this music's so chill. Or, you know, like it really fit with like whatever area you're in. Yeah, if you're in the little, I feel like it's like village, nature, forest area. Mm-hmm. It's very relaxing. And the city picks up the pace a little bit. Yeah. And can we talk about the cats walking on their hind legs like people? Oh. <laughs> Especially the breakdancing ones. Like, there's this one corner and they're breakdancing. Yeah, that really caught me off guard. But, like, oh, I love that game. It's really relaxing. I hope I'm almost done. I I, I hope I, I don't know. I, I don't know when it ends or anything. I don't know if there's, like, a big finale or anything. There, there is, but it's not like, you know how some games, it's like, game over and you can't play it anymore you can definitely still play it after you finish the game mm-hmm. so it's not like a game that just cuts you off and you have to start a new character but i'd say like telling me where you're at i feel like you're probably like 60 percent done i am trying to get to the woods witchy woods i think okay so you're like 75 percent. oh okay like there's this big giant cat sleeping and it's blocking yeah. the way yeah to the forest that's so cute so do, cute do you have any pets in real life yes i have two cats um i have rocco i've had him for about 10 years now oh. he's he's my good boy he used to be crazy when he was younger like my sister would call him diablo because he was just he was a crazy boy and now he's just so calm and sweet and he's the best like uh he gets along with kids which we never thought he would you know we're like oh god you know he's gonna he's gonna hurt them but no he like plays with them and it's it's beautiful and um my newest addition would be a baby I call her baby cat she uh I was not supposed to get her it kind of just happened um I saw her near a highway and um she has like a broken arm so i was like i have to bring this cat to a vet see if it's microchip because she was so sweet you know like something's happened to this cat you know she's gonna you know there's woods right there there's coyotes there's a highway with cars like it's just not gonna end well so i picked her up i brought her to the vet and the vet was automatically like well what's her name what's her name and i'm like i just i just took her here like you know blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, but do you have a name for her? So it's like, baby, baby. We'll, we'll just call her baby. And um, apparently she broke her arm and it completely healed that way. So like, there's nothing they can do about it. And she has no, like, she has complete nerve damage from like her shoulder down. So like, she can't feel anything. And uh, she didn't belong to anybody. No micro, no microchip or anything. So, uh, She's mine now, and Aww. she's happy, and yeah, and I thought she was a kitten, because she was so skinny, and the vet told me she's, like, four. So now she looks her age. Now what? she's now she's got some meat on her bones, and uh, her arm's fine, as long as it doesn't get infected, like, it won't need to be amputated or anything, which, she's an inside cat, so the chances of that happening are very low, but I forget she, you know, has her little, it's like a... She kind of walks like this, but um, oh, poor baby. <laughs> she's she's just as crazy as any other cat. Like you would seeing her run around, you would never know. Like she does everything all the other cats do. You know. I love them. I love cats. I, I know. 
I wish I could rescue all of them. I can't, I can't stand <laughs> I know. seeing sad stories and, oh, there's a, I haven't watched it yet, but there's a movie or documentary on Netflix called Don't Beep with Cats. Oh, I can't watch it. I know they show like graphic things and I, I'm going to cry. I'm going to be like, ah, no. I can't watch stuff like that. No, no. I know. And like people like show me, it's just for a little bit, just for like, I'm like, I still can't. I'm sorry. No, and I know it's supposed to have a happy ending, but that's the whole point of it. But I can't, I can't watch like those Sarah McLaughlin commercials. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So like, here, if... take all my money. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Have you, have you always had cats in your life? Or... Yes. Yes. Growing up, like there was a cat before I was even born in my family. And so like, I grew up with her. Her name is Lucky. And when I was 16, uh, we put her down, but she was like 18 at the time. So she was like older than me. Like I literally grew up with this cat. So I've always been around animals. I've always loved animals, especially cats. I, I love cats. <laughs> I love them too. I, I have two as well. Oh, so cute. They're just, I love it. Whenever you're sitting down, they just want to sit with you. Yeah. You feel so well. special, you know, like, oh, wow, you chose me. You know, like, I don't know. You could be laying over there. But you want to lay on me. <laughs> I know. Oh. Well, are, are there any games coming out this year that you know of that you're really looking forward to and you might stream? Oh. Um, well, thinking about it now, um, the Nintendo Direct just happened. I'm kind of excited about the new Monster Hunter coming out on the Switch. I think I'll definitely try that out. Um, hmm. I'm kind of, I, I do kind of have a feeling Halo Infinite will get pushed back again just because it's such a big game and I don't know. I wouldn't want it to be rushed, but I just feel like it'll probably get pushed back again. But I'm excited for that whenever it happens. I'm excited for the new Sanrio Animal Crossing update. I'm very excited for that. I need to go back, play Animal Crossing, you know pull out all the weeds, make everything nice again. But yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to as of now. Oh, I, I know I was talking to you earlier about how I really hope we can get those Sanrio cards at Target. <laughs> so I have them already. I actually, okay, before Animal Crossing New Horizons came out, I've been collecting the Amiibo cards. So I have all 400 of them. Not the, no. they have they have a RV series. I don't have that one, but like the standard Amiibo cards, I have them all, and I have the Sanrio ones. But um, it was really fun. So I bought like basically you know how GameStop will get like the big old boxes of them. And they'll have like tons of packs in them. Mm -hmm. So I bought that for every season because they have four four. Four series. I bought one of every series, and it was a box of them. So I had tons of duplicates. So when the game came out, people were buying them like crazy. So I was actually selling my duplicates on eBay for a while, and it was super fun because, like, I would like make it all personalized. You know, like I would like put stickers on them of like the character they bought, and I just had so much fun with that. It was it was a really good pastime because it was like right when everything shut down for COVID. So it was something fun for me to do and yeah, and make some money. And you have the Sanrio ones already? Yes, yes. What? 
I'm so jealous. Yeah. So they came out for um they were originally for the 3DS one, but they're moving them to the uh, it's the same exact oh. cards for the 3DS. So they've been out before. It's just they stopped selling them a I couple years know. ago. Mm-hmm. It's okay. the same exact cards. Uh-huh. Oh. I might have to go into work late that day. <laughs> I don't, I'm really nervous. I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe nobody else in my area will play. <laughs> and maybe no one else will be as obsessed with Hello Kitty. But I know. The good thing is, though, it's not like um, you have to buy several different packs. Like, one pack is going to have every single Sanrio card in it. Oh. So there's no need for, like, people to buy. I'm sure people will still buy an outrageous amount of packs just to scalp them. But uh, one pack is all you need. Okay, that makes me feel a lot better because I'm not yeah. going to spend like $500. <laughs> no, no, you just need one pack and it'll have every single card. That's for the Sandrio collaboration. I'm so excited. It, now for your island, do you have a lot of custom content you've designed or do you? Okay, so it was really fun. Right when it came out, uh, as soon as I unlocked, like, where you could make your own designs for the clothing, I already started making cosplays. So I have, like, a Black Cat Diva. I have that dress in there. And then her Chinese New Year kimono, I have that in there as well. So it's really cool because, like, it's, like, my cosplays are in the game for my character. And I even made her, like, the little pink cheek marks for her face. (sighs) I love this iteration of Animal Crossing. I know. Who would have thought it would come this far? Do you have a favorite villager or island resident, I should say? Oh, that's tough. I love all the cats, obviously. <laughs> um, I've always had a soft place for a uh, tangy. She's the one that looks like an orange. Yeah. I mean, an orange cat. I mean, like a literal fruit orange. She was like in one of my games, probably like, I think it was probably my DS. I've had every single Animal Crossing. And ever since then, I'm just like, oh, I love Tangy. She, well, that's a, it's a cute character. She's oh, adorable. I love the designs. And, like, especially some of the newer designs they have for the animals. Like, they're just so unique and, I don't know, special. Oh, I love the cat ones. I like the, I like the really nice personalities. I, I can't think of what... I don't know. They're, I know they have the terms for the different personalities. It's the ones who are just really sweet. Yeah. I know they have like the sisterly ones and then they have like the peppy ones, but they have different names for them too. Like what you call this one, someone else is going to call it a different word. But uh, I don't like the cranky ones. I try to not have any of those. So, Did, did you ever play Happy Home Designer? Yes, yes, I loved that one. It was interesting. I know a lot of people were like, oh, this is an Animal Crossing, but I love designing things. Like, I'm also, like, for the Nintendo Direct, I was really, I'm probably, like, the only one who thinks this. I was really hoping they were going to announce Style Savvy for the Switch. I don't know if you've ever played Style Savvy. Oh. It's just a really fun, like, uh retail slash like clothing designer game and it's so fun and uh originally came out for the ds not the 3ds the ds ds and they had two they had two 3ds games and i was really hoping just like it's just so much fun to play 
Oh, okay. I think I've seen it in stores. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Oh, it looks cute. It is cute. I hate to be all like girly and like, ah, but it's, it's really like cute. It's just a good game to pick up. But like, you know, like you said, it's one of those games where you can pick up for like 15 minutes a day and you don't feel like you have to play it for hours and hours. But yeah, I love, I love like anything design related. So like, of course it has clothing design. So I love it. You must have liked, well, I say that. Yeah, I could be wrong. Were you into the Barbie fashion designer computer games? <gasps> oh, yeah. I had them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I used to like those so much. Those were the best. And Barbie magic hairstyler. Oh, yeah. Those were the days. I don't know if they make those kind of games as much anymore. No. I was thinking about that the other day because, like, um... I don't know if you played Zoo Tycoon. Zoo Tycoon was, mm -hmm. like, one of my favorite PC games ever. And you can get the second one, actually, off Amazon. Because, like, I don't have a disc tray. I mean, not a lot of people do anymore. You know, you just download games now. So uh, I got it off of Amazon. And I was thinking, like, they don't make the kids, like, PC games like they used to. You know? Oh. Did you ever play... It was, um, this, the company was Purple Moon. They had Rocket's Tricky Decision, Rocket Goes to School. Does no. Familiar? Mm -hmm. You play as this middle school girl. And it was, it was a way to help encourage girls, like, decision-making and relate to them as they're going to middle school. And you could take oh. people's lockers and stuff. But, you know, what? also, I feel like a lot of that now is on the phone, you know? Oh, because I'll go in the app store and I'll see kind of like similar games to like I used to play as a kid. And like, I feel like everything is mobile now, especially for kids. Do you like mobile games? Um, once in a while, like I have to be careful because like I'll just start constantly playing them. Like I love the Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Like that one was really fun. Uh, I played like the Sims once before, but uh, I'm I don't really have any right now. I try to not get sucked into them. Yeah, I, I really don't keep a lot of games. I don't think I have any games on my phone. I tried that Mario run a few years ago. I remember that one. I didn't play it, but I remember when it came out. I think it's like you're saying, like, I don't want super easy access to a game. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, like, I try hard not to be that person who's, like, always on my phone. And, like, I don't want another excuse to be like, wait, I need to, I need to do this real quick. I need to get this achievement. Hold on. Yeah. It's, I recently played a game that I did not realize if you want to complete it, you have to complete it in one sitting. Oh. <gasps> What game? It was uh, the Ninja Warriors. I used to play it on Super Nintendo all the time. And then they they have it. They had it on sale for $10. They remade it for the, the Switch. And I was like, oh, I'll just get a password or whatever. No. Mm. No. And I don't have two, three, four hours in a row to dedicate to games all the time. Yeah. And also, I feel like it kind of, like, I don't know, if you have to complete it in one sitting, I feel like it kind of gives you a little bit more, I don't know, stress. I know some people like that stress, like, oh, I've got to finish it because it motivates them. But for me, I'm just like, oh, I don't like it. Like, I don't know if you remember the Pikmin games, but, like, uh -huh. you would have so long before nighttime 
fell and like you had to have everything done before nighttime and like I remember as a kid just like running like oh my god all my Pikmin are gonna die if we don't make it soon enough you know just it's too stressful <laughs> yeah I feel like that's where my anxiety started as a child <laughs> <laughs> have you played the new Pikmin that came out or the I think it's a port I should say Mm-hmm. But they added some new stuff to it. I haven't played it. I played the demo, though, because I'll always play, like, any demo on the eShop, you know. That's how I find my games. But no, I really I really want to get it, though, just for nostalgia. I mean, I heard it's really fun. and I don't. But if you're telling me there's all this stress with it, I don't... <laughs> I don't think I need that. But as a kid, it's stressful. You know, as an adult, I'm sure it's not anymore. (laughs) But as a kid, yeah. But no, I played the demo too. And the graphics are absolutely stunning. Like, it's beautiful. It's very immersive. I love, I love just admiring games sometimes. Like, I don't know if you're a Zelda fan at all. It's okay if you're not. I haven't played it much. All my friends love it and, like... I lived through them, but I I personally have not played it. I've, I've I've messed with Breath of the Wild a little bit, but like I can't tell you I know everything about Zelda because I do not. No, that's okay. That 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 game though is one that I like to just walk around and explore and yeah yeah because it's so pretty. Are there any games like that for you? Oh geez. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm trying to think. I know a lot of people weren't too crazy about cyberpunk, but that had a lot of a lot to look at, mm-hmm. like graphics wise. Like, um, oh no, you want to know what I thought was really good? The Resident Evil Two remake. <gasps> like, literally, like even the clothing, you can see like all the stitching, and I was just like, whoa! Like, I yeah, don't know, Claire's jacket. Yes, oh my God. the stitching, you can literally see it. And I was like, oh my goodness, like. Wow. So you're a Resident Evil fan as well? I I I dabble. I haven't played them all. <laughs> okay. That's okay. There are so many of them. I know. So many. And I know everybody's excited about the new one with the extremely tall vampire lady. Yes. Yes. Um sometimes so I I used to play them a little bit more when I was younger, but now how are you with scary games? Sometimes they give me too much anxiety. <laughs> okay, so I like to watch my friends play them. <laughs> yes, yes, that's how I am now. Or like even like uh, you like I used to go on YouTube. Like I would just watch people play them because like I get too scared. Like uh, I bought Outlast. I watched people play Outlast. I barely played Outlast. I tried to, um. Phasmophobia wasn't too bad, though, but that's because I was playing with friends. Like, I wasn't all by myself in my room, you know, all alone. You know, they were helping me or they would die with me or, you know, I'd watch them die. They'd watch me die. But I was really scared. I was really worried about playing Phasmophobia. I was like, I'm going to hate this. But once you die, it's not that bad. I think it's like the anxiety of what's it like when I die or how am I going to die or what does it look like mm-hmm. or how scary is it and then when it happens you're just like oh okay I know what to expect now <laughs> I haven't played that one yet but that one's really popular right now yeah it's fun um I know like they're still working on it and adding new things but it, it's it's really fun with friends I wouldn't suggest playing it by yourself mm, no thank you <laughs> 
Well, do you, do you have any upcoming projects or streams you'd like to talk about? Um, nothing really planned. Um, I was supposed to guest at a convention last year, but of course, with the coronavirus that got pushed back, which I'm not even sure of the date for that anymore. Um, but once a month, I try to do like cosplay streams, you know, I'll usually announce it on my social media. And those are always fun. People seem to enjoy those a lot just because it's different. You know, it's something different for Twitch. Um, we always have a blast, though. But I try to stream like two to three times a week. Depends on my work schedule. I don't have a set schedule. I just I really am that person now who just goes with the flow. You know, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> I think that's pretty healthy though, because life, life happens and you, and you said you're a perfectionist. So I'm sure if you, let's say, oh, I have a stream schedule for Monday at seven and then something comes up, you might feel bad. Right. So I usually try to like make a schedule like the week of like, so tonight, for instance, it's a Sunday. I will release my schedule for this coming week. So it's like a, a week heads up or a couple days, depending on the day. That's awesome. Well, how can people support you? So, um, obviously, um, following me on social media, keep up to date with me. Um, okay, let's see, where should I start? Facebook. Uh, so I have my cosplay and my streaming separate. Um, we'll do cosplay first. Cosplay on Facebook, I'm Shelby Marie Cosplay. On Instagram, I'm married to Master Chief. <laughs> and then my socials for streaming will be GG Schlebby, S H L E B Y. And that'll be on Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, all the works. Awesome. So if people are listening to your or, or talking about your stream, do you go by Schlebby in there? Or do people call you Shelby in the stream? So it depends. I, I go with the flow. Um, oh, okay. I wanted to do Schlebby because a lot of my like close friends call me that. And I feel like it's not as serious. I like to have fun. I like to laugh. I feel like Schlebby, you know, you're not going to be like intimidated or, oh, you know, Schlebby. You know, like you can't even say that without wanting to laugh. So, yeah, I chose Schlebby just because it's like my nickname and I don't know I feel like it kind of describes my personality better oh I think it's adorable well it kind of threw me for a loop because at first I read it as Shelby and everybody like, does <laughs> everybody does you're not the only one I've had friends notice they're like they'd be like oh my goodness I just realized and I'm like you're not the first one and you won't be the last one. Oh, well Shelby or Urshlebby I should say Thank you so much for going through what it's like to be a cosplayer, modeling, streaming, games, just everything, all your passions. Is there anything else you'd like to tell people? Um, hmm. Be yourself. Even if it seems hard and scary, be yourself because you will find like-minded people who accept you. And like that didn't happen for me until I feel like recently. So just like I don't know. Don't give up. You'll find your people. You'll find where you belong. It'll happen. Uh, and yeah, just be yourself. I think that's the, you hear it all the time when you're a kid, but it doesn't really click until you're no. older. No, <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. But yeah, no. And thank you so much for having me, Celeste. You're awesome. You're so oh, easy so to sweet. talk to. 
I don't even. I feel like we weren't even doing a podcast. You know, I feel like <laughs> I was just talking to you, catching oh. up with a friend. Oh no, that's I. I love doing these. I love. I say this probably on every one of you one. I love hearing about people's passions and things that excite them. I used to freelance for a local magazine, and that was the focus of things that people were doing or creating. And people's eyes just light up when you're talking to them. So I think it's, I think it's important. Like you could probably inspire so many people who are afraid of starting something new, you know? Oh, for sure. And like, I don't know, even if I just like, I don't know, even with me streaming, if I brighten one person's day or if I make one person smile, I'm happy, you know, like that's what matters to me. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Shelby. And thank I look forward you. to seeing your streams. I look forward to seeing future cosplays. Maybe I'll see you at a convention when the world is not the world that it is I, right I now. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I will look forward to that. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts at Boss Rush Games. This is the 1v1 series. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Thanks, Bye, everyone. Guys.